Grab a glass of red wine, take off your pants, and log into Facebook and start diddling your stuff. Because we saw Unforgettable, and you know what that means. Excited to talk to you tonight about a Katherine Heigl classic. <laughs> Unforgettable is a movie. That is true. It's a it's an interesting movie at that. It is a it's a movie about uh, Katherine Heigl, who is a uh, uh, an ex-wife uh, who gets jealous of her ex's new girlfriend and the relationship that the new girlfriend has with her daughter. And shit gets weird. Um, this movie is like everything you want from a Lifetime movie, but with way better acting. Uh, I love it. Um, we are going to talk about this tonight in great detail. But first, let me introduce my co-host. Please welcome Mr. Jason Manzoukas! What's up, jerks? How we doing, North Carolina? All right. Looking good, looking good. Great looking crowd. An amazing crowd. And what I, I know really backstage, like... you said it was a bunch of uggos. Jason. And I was like, that can't be right. And I'm looking out here, and I'm seeing goddamn hunks and honeys. This is the most attractive audience that we have ever played for in North yes. Carolina. Hands down. That's right. Eat um, shit, Raleigh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jason, have you ever seen the film Unforgettable before I've today? I've never seen this movie, although, you know, I feel like I have because it plays so many of the same games as other movies I've seen. <laughs> but I've not seen this. This was, this was pretty good. <laughs> this I liked quite a bit. It goes down real smooth, this movie. Oh, oh yeah, like, like, a, like a fine Cabernet. <laughs> um, well, let's break this down with our other co-host. Uh, please welcome June Diane Raphael. How are you, June? I'm okay. How are you, Paul? Very good. Thank you for asking. Um, June, I know you've seen this movie before because we saw it together uh, in a hotel room one night. We thought this would be a fun flick to watch. This is our, this is our second, second time 
Second time enjoying this movie. Well, <sighs> here's what I want from a hotel. <laughs> oh. I loved it so much. Oh. Here's what I want from a hotel movie viewing. This movie, I yeah. want, yes. this to me is like the perfect, and I always say to Paul, because he's constantly flipping around new releases, comedies, dramas, flipping back around. Ding, 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 he ding, searches ding. and searches, and there's commentary about how good this one is and how he's seen that, and I should definitely see that because it's so good. And I have to tell him, I don't, I don't want it to be good. I'm not looking for that experience tonight. I'm looking for this. Agree. Do you know what I mean? I, I agree a million percent. Yeah. This is also the exact kind of movie I want on a plane. Yes. I it's so, there is something so satisfying to me about this motion picture because I love it. I love it that it's a thriller. Yes. I love that it's a sexy thriller. Ooh. I love that it's, it's, we're following people who have uh, an outrageous amount of wealth, an irresponsible amount of wealth, and I love the houses. I love it if we're in the forest. I love it if we're in Southern California. What I about love, Northern? <laughs> I love it if we're, we're in Northern right, as well. We're in Northern California here. I love it. I love the cars. Well, that's where that's where I get a little wonky because I'm like, okay, she's like going down to live with the rich guy. Everything's going great. And she's driving like a Ford Fiesta. She is. And I was like, now this doesn't work she for me. She is, but she'll lose that car soon enough. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, she's, she'll lose I that mean, car soon enough. But yeah, there's the, just something about all of that that is so appealing. I love the silk pajamas. The caftan. The, yes, I love the wine. The equestrian outfits. It's all of so I love the middle parts. I would believe it if you told me it. that Katherine Heigl released a line of clothing concurrent to this movie. I Everything would looked that. great One, on her. Yes, she looked. She's amazing. never looked better. She, this guys, is, she's never looked this better. This is Katherine Heigl's role of a lifetime. It truly is. Mostly she because been nominated. she mostly because she spends most of it acting against herself in a mirror. <laughs> By the way. It is such a shame this character, uh, spoiler alert, dies because Agree. because I, I want agree. sequel after sequel, sequel after sequel. Too. This is bring the, me yeah. in. This is the Glenn Close Fatal Attraction role of this generation, yes. and this is it. I want them to make a movie together where they are Thelma and Louise style, just going bananas <laughs> on people. They this movie. I, I mean. It's great. It starts off so great. great. Um, it the middle great. is great, and then the end is the best. I knew I was in for a good ride when the cop refers to her underwear oh. as her delicates. I was like, done. Uh, let's go. Let's go deeper into this journey. But it's also the that was a conversation that someone had offset. Like, we can't say underwear. We got to say delic delicates. Is I just feel like my guy would say panties. <laughs> it's just wonderful. The way Katherine Heigl delivers <laughs> these lines. We found your crotch support in his car. <laughs> crotch support? Do you think women's underwear is supporting something? I was taking on the role, well, the labia, but I was taking on the role of so wait a the police officer. You think uh, if a woman's not wearing underwear, her labia, majora, or menorah... <laughs> Okay, Light a candle. This is a big are just discussion. gonna flop right out. 
If you don't wear, if you don't wear tight underwear, that labia is gonna drop. Listen. Gravity people, look it up, I okay? I think labia work like balls. <laughs> I think, you know, briefs, too much, too tight. That's what we're in Boxers, insane. I boxers, don't have time to shove that in unless I have some sort of utensil. Boxers to... are basically like a pair of loose-fitting shorts you wear under pants. Why? Nope. Why would well, anybody be like wear boxers? Bill Clinton is responsible for the popularity of the boxer, right? What? Because remember when they were like, "What do you wear? Boxers or briefs?" He's like, "Boxers," and that was like, that was like <laughs> that's right... your Bill Clinton impression. Yeah, one year again. Because it was like one sexy. Again? One year again. I was into it. <laughs> Boxers. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, no, I feel like that was like a big thing. Like when he said that he wore boxers, everyone's like, yeah. Uh, I don't, you don't remember that as being a big thing? No, no, thing? I do, yeah. I do, I do. But, um, but <laughs> boxer briefs are great. Boxer briefs, where it's at. I'm, you know, guys, I'm wearing a trunk right now. Don't worry about it. I'm all about them boxer briefs. Um, all right, so... Uh, Rosario Dawson, and by the way, let's just wonderful. get out of the way. Another Everyone in this movie actress. is doing A plus work. Everyone's bringing home their run. Home run. Really? But I want to talk about some issues in it. First of all, where does Rosario Dawson work? She works at a place called Chapter Pad, <laughs> a place for online storytelling. Here's the thing this a searing commentary on tech culture and the nonsense companies that grow there. She's seemingly that they're letting her go, and then I think we find out later. They're not that letting no, her she's go. No, she's, she's gonna leaving. work remotely. But I think she was becoming an author. And was she an editor? I believe she's an uh, editor. I think what 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 they were going for, right, is that mm-hmm. she was the the chief editor of content right. at Chapter of Chapter Pad. Pad. So I think what they were going for was that she was editing other people's stories and that she was on a journey to really tell this new chapter of her own life, tell her own stories. And (laughs) the issue I have with that is we never see her at work. No, at one point... Or even trying to work. Trying to work. She's just... uh, You know what she's up to? Midday baths. (laughs) And I am, quote unquote, here for it. But Listen, here, she's also like, I'm going to actively be a good stepmom, which only, the only thing she really does is make that giant schedule, which I'm sort of like, and she's that's so the proud easiest of part of parenting. She's so proud of herself for that. That's she looks at it like, part. I fucking did it. I, I took what is so simply digital and made it analog. I'm the best. Um, but I want to just, before I get too far away from it, chapter pad, this movie <laughs> came out in 2017, a mere two years ago, and it, it posits a world in which people are reading books via chapter on the internet. Like, what? Like, it would be a book. By right? the way, read books. By the way if you told me right now books. that was a business that was hugely successful, I'd be like, Okay, I guess so. I guess that's just what we're doing. Don't you think chapter pad is sort of, was sort of like me- medium or... That kind of website. Oh, like I people thought it are... was more like I subscribe and I get a five chapters a month of five different books, and no. then I, that's, I, don't that's know. Insane, I thought it was a chapter, Paul. like a like a book by subscription. Like, did anybody actually look up Chapter Pad? Is there? I bet the did the movie. Okay, so first of all, I think we're wrong about something. <laughs> I'm gonna go. 
I'm going to go down there choose and find one, out. Yeah, get it quick. Choose one amongst you to speak the truth. Everybody, everybody decide now because this person speaks yeah. for you, like, your Durham, North Carolina. All right. So Wattpad is an online international forum where you can post all of your writing. Um, it's a private website, so you can basically get feedback without having it be considered as being published. And so a lot of people who are trying to get uh, feedback on their writing before they submit to agents okay, put okay. their stuff up there. And there is a lot of fan fiction, but because it's considered a private site, it's not technically... Uh, you know, having copyright issues. Got and it. They Quick basically, question, though. They so, basically take literally everything from Wattpad, change the color, even the font, and they used that as their hmm. chapter pad. Wow. But does, that was a very does, good description. It was, but... <laughs> if you're just posting work that you don't want published and you want feedback on... Why would they have an editor there? Maybe, maybe, she, maybe we're mistaken in that she's an editor. Maybe she's a feedback giver. Uh, maybe she's like... Just an internet user? No. no. She's like running I, forums and she's like, you know is what? Is she like an in-house, like, here's what I think? Because at one point, Whitney Cummings says to her, hey, you're late on that chapter. Yeah. And I'm like, so that again brought me to the chapter. Here's what I'll say. <laughs> However much time we have left in the show, we should dedicate to understanding Absolutely. this. This is categorically the yeah. most important. Well, I bring it up only because technology in this movie is hilarious to me. It's... We'll get to her websites in just a little bit. Oh. But I want to go through each one. I have a screen grab of each one. Avril Halley, our producer, she pulled amazing screen grabs. So we will get to that. But I do think that the understanding of technology is suspect in this film. Oh, well, so much, so many of the things that happen in this movie could have been mitigated with simple Google searches or a modicum of, of internet work. Like, right. truly, the events of this movie could have been avoided. And then I just want to bring up one more thing about like the movie exists almost in the 80s. Well, that's yes. what's so interesting. And, and, and not to interrupt, but there is a scene at the end where Rosaria Dawson's character, we, we find out just how crazy Katherine Heigl is. And in that scene, a file is brought with different papers and they printed official out documents. all of her Facebook communications. Wait, the police? Form. Wait, are you asking the police or Whitney? No, I'm the talking about the, the, the police. No, I'm talking about the conversation that Rosario Dawson has with Whitney. Oh, yeah, so Whitney also is scene, it out. Where are those files in that from? Scene, I can tell you. In that scene, Whitney has a throwaway line that was like, well, I guess it helps to keep a convicted hacker on, on payroll or on staff. Oh, right, so that of course. Some, Whitney used someone within her company, chapter whatever, to to hack uh, or to do an, like a, a background search on Katherine Heigl's character. So now they have access but to all of her. But did a lot of those documents look like original documents? <laughs> Why do they have a hacker on payroll? Well, which is, I don't so know this can what, this, what chapter pad is doing. The reality. And then, and then can I just, one more thing about chapter pad. So when they give her a cake, the cake says, we'll miss you, comma, regardless. 
That doesn't feel like correct grammar to me. Is that well, really what, what it says? Yes. It is well, what it says because because I think what's happening, I think what's happening is that she's been an editor. She's going off to write her own stories. Is it that they're expecting to see Rosaria Dawson's chapters on chapter pads? So that's why they keep on saying goodbye-ish. She's saying goodbye-ish because she's not leaving the company. She's still part of the company, but she's going to be working from L.A. That's why she's leaving the physical proximity of Northern California, and so she won't be with them. That's why so the rest of the movie she talks remote. to Whitney on the phone. I see what you We'll saying. miss okay. you regardless. It's, doesn't it say we'll miss you-ish or something? No, it says she says that. Ish. Goodbye-ish. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. so anyway, Ugh. that's all my take on Chapter Pad. I will leave it at that. I would like to dig in further, uh, just for a second, yeah. on Chapter We're Pad. We're running out now, of time. Here's the thing. What is it? <laughs> Let's go to the audience again. Um, and the other thing was, and I think the one thing we always like to point out here is the people behind this movie, and we can say this is simply a Steve Mnuchin oh, and yes. Brett Ratner joint. It is this Steve is, Mnuchin. <laughs> I, when Steve Mnuchin's name came up, I was like, whoa. Okay, here we go. Secretary of the Treasury and Secretary of Grossos. <laughs> <laughs> Joining forces. Uh, all right, so. Ugh, that is so much to say. And, is it when sexy? Catherine Heigl's mother shows up, I just about, I just about lost my mind. I was like, this right here, this is where it's at. I, I mean, want to watch a movie scene, of just these two going play, to town. Should we play that scene of her and her mother? Because that one is a great scene. Um, here we go. This is just a little taste of... A little alouette, alouette. Oh, alouette, gentil alouette. Oh, you didn't bake the scones? <laughs> They're from Colfax Cafe, Mother. Your favorite. You're dragging your knife, and the silver needs polishing. I'll take you to see Dr. McKee. A good dermatologist is your best friend, and it is time for you to pull yourself together and get a new David, for your sake and for Lily's. I need some time. Time doesn't exist at your age. Whoa. David has moved on, and so should you. Maybe I'll get a job. All right. <laughs> I mean... I feel like they're like, cut, okay, let's go again. Um, slower. Um, I'm gonna say two controversial statements. I wanna see what you guys think. I think that Lily sucks, and I think that Katherine Heigl is misunderstood in this movie. Go on. I just Lily, wanna make sure Lily the first the child? statement is Lily sucks. I just want to say, straight out the gate, I love kids. I loved Lily. I just feel like Lily doesn't vocalize anything. Like, it takes, like, two days for her to basically say that she didn't run away. Like, you know, like, Lily is... And then all of a sudden, when her mom is stabbed to death, she's like, hey, Julia, what's up? Yeah. Like, where was that kid the entire movie? She's she, you know where she was? Living in a traumatic situation. Oh. 
She's living, she, her life is bisected by chaos. Aww. Going to her dad's where it's fun and her mom's where it's some sort of prison. Do you see what's happening between her and her mom? Wow. Well, but she sucks. But as a result, she sucks. She sucks. Oh, but hopefully her labia don't fall out. <laughs> or maybe because she sucks, you would have wanted her to. Oh, let her labia just <laughs> I mean, fall right off. I am so upset that the first thing you have to say about character development in this movie is Lily sucks. And Katherine Heigl is misunderstood. Like, what are you this talking is, about? This is a wild reading of this movie. <laughs> Holy cow. I am blown away. <laughs> it is, it is, how is she misunderstood? Look. <laughs> Julia has made a couple of mistakes. When Julia loses Lily, she runs forward. She never looks to her left and right. That kid, she picked up the phone for two seconds. Where did that kid go? Like, scan your area out in a circle. Go Here's in a circle. Where, you know where Don't she went? run away from the thing. You know where and she when, went, Paul? To her mother, who was over there going, Yeah. Right. But she still could look. And then Lily didn't say, like, at any point, Oh, no, no, my mom, my mom was there. There was no man. Lily... Sorry. <laughs> you suck. And then Lily, Lily doesn't like. <laughs> Paul. This is a hot take. So far, did you explain the t-shirt concept to these people? Yeah. So, so far, l number one, Lily sucks, is, is at this point, for me, the, the front runner for the t-shirt. A little picture of a little innocent girl. <laughs> who is, who is, this movie is recent enough, is still a little girl. <laughs> I like end of the movie Lily. Post watching her mother get stabbed to death. Oh, yeah. She's cool. <laughs> I mean, I will agree with your second point. Thank you. Not Ooh. that I think Catherine Heigl is misunderstood exactly, but I think we, well, first of all, I, I did sympathize with her as a mother, and if you ever divorce me, this is exactly how I will behave. I did watch it and think, like, I understand where she's coming from. And will you the, take up equestrian riding? <laughs> I understand the panic surrounding, like, having another woman mother your children and what that must feel like. So I felt for her there. And I also thought Julia didn't do a good job as a stepmom. Well, first of all, why she purchased a blanket from the flea market? It's such... An old, used, disgusting blanket And when she child? does it, it's the... Like, and this is what got me upset with her. I was like, that's the worst thing you could do. Like, the one thing that the kid has... Like, that safe is a blanket. Everybody it's knows like, hey, that's the comfort object for yeah. children. Go ahead. <laughs> hey, I've taken away the one thing that you kind of identify with and that you find comfort in and replace it with this. Here's <laughs> what I'll say. I think this is the first night. Rosario Dawson should be allowed to make mistakes. And if those mistakes are the level of oh, I'll go get the other blanket. I shouldn't have done this, and she needs to learn those lessons. I don't mind that. She shouldn't be amazing at it straight out of the of gate. Of course not. And I, by the way, I don't think Jeff Stoltz, her husband, is also setting her up for success. He's no. constantly leaving her alone. Constantly leaving her alone. He's putting her 
He's not only putting her in an impossible position, he knows Katherine Heigl is straight crazy. Yeah. But he doesn't. But he doesn't really. Like, he, like, at a certain point, he's like, look, I'm not taking sides. You both say crazy shit. I need to run Copperhead Brewery. You figure it out, all right? Well, then he's, then, then he's a fucking moron. Because, because he yeah. has not only dealt with her, but he's dealt with this mother. Right? Like, he knows what's up. He knows, like, and I'm sure he doesn't know perhaps all of the deal with Katherine Heigl burned down their childhood home, and, or no, the home of her father and his fa her father's new wife or whatever, all that stuff. Maybe he doesn't know the ins and outs that uh, the family of their, all their traumas, but he then should be, he has not prepared uh, uh, um, uh, Julia uh, at for all, Rosario no. Dawson, at all for the daughter, for the ex-wife, for reckless. any of it. By the way, there's a certain type of man I actually really resent, and I think his character portrays it. <laughs> which is a guy who's like, who's deemed as a good dad because I guess he jokes around with Lily a few times in the movie, but has actually done her such a disservice yeah. in this film. You and his new wife, and is like I, off pursuing his creative dreams, and it seems he cannot be bothered to touch down on the reality of women's lives. Like, you can go fuck yourself. This, Seriously. Yeah. No, this and, guy, this guy operates in his family not like a father, but like a cool uncle. Yep. And by the way- He's like, I'm sorry, I'm not gonna make it, but you can deal with it, right? Because I've got to get this IPA out before IPAs are considered boring. Absolutely. Um, and if I were him, if I were him at the end of this movie, if I had found out that Rosaria Dawson had an abusive relationship and was the victim of domestic violence for a long time, had a restraining order out on someone, and Or maybe it was I just one time up against a brick wall because that was the only flashback that clearly had that one guy. <laughs> okay, just stay. We only have one wall to shoot this scene. Just stand against this brick wall, please. Looks if like I a great were him, loft. I would be asking myself, like, what kind of man have I been that this woman did not feel safe to bring this information oh, yeah. to me? But June, but can I just say something to that point? I agree with you wholeheartedly, but it seems like neither of them had any conversation before they've decided to move in and get married. Like, like he's like, oh, I didn't tell you that my ex-wife was crazy, and I didn't tell you about this, and she's like, I didn't tell you I was abused. Like. I, when did what did you connect on? That's what I feel you, too. What I, happened here? This is like they're acting like it's the first date, but it's a, yeah, but it seems so much further along. That's what I, I I did wonder. I was like, how long have they been dating? This feels like they've only known each other three months. It feels whirlwind in a way that felt that in a way I was like, oh, maybe they're purposefully doing making us feel that way so that they can indulge in these moments of you know deceit deception not with feeling like because if you were really marrying someone right you would I don't know maybe I'm wrong uh, but may, I feel like you would tr it would be a, a signifier of trust and intimacy the things that they are each not participating in with each other hey Jason can I just do something for one second sorry Ah, June, I burnt out my family house when I now? Uh, was five years old. So I just, you know. I mean, don't you feel, I feel like, <laughs> I feel like, yes, that was like, that's funny, but don't you feel like that's kind of what, don't you feel like that's kind of what you did when you revealed on air that you tried to French your mom? 
I knew about that. Only difference there is that June knew that story. You oh. I did. That. However, we had been dating for like maybe five years when Paul mentions he's an only child and mentions very casually his exes. No, he said. <laughs> My two he was daughters? saying something about something and said, yeah, well, you know, my sister Jennifer um, w- worked there, said that. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> Turns out he had a sibling that I'd never heard about. So You don't do believe that I did have a sister named Jennifer. You thought I was making it up for quite some time. <laughs> You're like, that, Paul, that is not true. Pa- Stop it. Stop it. You know when I you know when it is most <laughs> glaringly apparent that he is a terrible um fiance to Rosario Dawson is when there is when he says to her I need you to be at this dinner the investors dinner Principal and then investors. she is sat at the end of the table <laughs> while he is straight up fingering Katherine Heigl Wait a second, though. Was that her imagination? Was Katherine Heigl at that dinner? Yes, she's one of the investors. No, she's no, not. No, Jason, that, that was, was her see, imagination. That was her imagination. There she was wasn't a there. blonde oh, was? woman. Okay. Because remember when she gave the speech Wait. at the other? Yes, that was the other first one. She oh. was there, but she wasn't at the dinner. She was oh, there. I, I misread that. I thought she, because she gave the speech at the first thing, she was part of the second thing. No. Well, ah, my bad. Sorry, everybody. She was everybody. there in her mind. But there was another blonde woman. Got it. Who yeah. he, but then why doesn't, then my, my, I agree. That it's not as egregious, but the fact that he begs Rosario Dawson to come to that dinner and she, as his new, to present a united front, and she has not sat next to him seemed crazy to me. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Also, they blew it. They should have had Catherine Heigl there. <laughs> By the way, Catherine Heigl should have worn a pencil-thin mustache and pretended to be a <laughs> French waiter at that thing. Bonjour. <laughs> and sexily poured some sort of cream sauce on something. I'm, um, I'm sorry to keep on talking about Katherine Heigl's performance, because Rosario Dawson is also incredible in this movie and just an angel. But Katherine Heigl, I really did feel like, wow, a role has never met an actress. <laughs> the way this is... These two are meeting each other. It was so perfect. That's oh, yeah. all. That's not a. That's well, all. Well, by I the have way, this is interesting. You know, they, they were uh, not it, the original w- choice for the film. No. Yeah, the original choice. I thought this was really interesting. It was supposed to be Kate Hudson and Kerry Washington. Oh. I thought that would have been interesting. interesting too. But honestly, I like this better. I, I like this it. better. And There's I kind of about, I go like, specifically. Something, I like Kate Hudson has like um, it doesn't have the sharpness that Kate that uh, I Catherine believe. Heigl yeah, has. I also want because I know this is like a departure for Catherine Heigl because she used to do these rom coms and now there's like a thriller. I would like someone to edit this movie into a rom com trailer. Oh yeah, take this footage and make it a rom com. Right, and it's just called Lily Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> the problem with Lily. Um, um, but you know what? I'm happy about this this uh, this dream of his. I don't know why I thought it was funny that his dream was to do beer. Like, like I, it's just like a funny idea. Like, oh, when I my dad died, I quit Merrill Lynch. Because it's such a like rich white guy. That's like, like they're all doing they're it. They're all doing that, babe. Like they're all making their wines. They're making their beers. They're making their cheeses, and they're loving life. Yeah. They're all here tonight being like, but I do craft beer. 
But I, but I told my wife my dream was to quit my job and do craft beer. Oh, no. <laughs> Look, Durham, I, North Carolina, I'm sure there's no craft beer here. <laughs> I am a, a Catherine Heigl defender, but I will say when she did give that speech <laughs> at the party, that was a little weird. You think? <laughs> Especially I mean, after speeches were already done. But you know what I loved? This is why I loved, I loved her so much. I wanted more of that Because she did deserve some recognition. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She tricked him she into did. getting pregnant and staying with him. He was going to divorce her early on. And she, like, you know, she, like, I mean, she got herself deeper in this relationship. Yeah, but it also sounded like she's a Stanford grad. Like, she had a promising career ahead of her, and then she sort of set it all aside to have this baby that, yes, she forced upon him, but whatever. I don't, I think. <laughs> and then. <laughs> I can't believe that she. Well, you also see in the, tr it's true, we watched the thing, too, where she says to her mother, maybe I'll get a job. As if, like, the mother is going to be like, the fuck you will. <laughs> Dude, you don't ever say that word in front of me. I just, I loved how crazy, she's a one crazy bitch. Oh, yeah. And I loved it. And it was, here's the thing, and this is why only Katherine Heigl could do this. She starts the movie at an 11, yep. ends the movie at a 33, yep. and her voice never, never raises. Changes. It's, Never changes. She should be nominated uh, yes. this year. Yes. Uh, immediately. She should be nominated yes. every year. There is a line, in, I think in their first interaction together at the door, where Rosaria Dawson says something like, oh, I mean, obviously, I, I, I know it, this must be so challenging to be her mother and to watch her go. I can, I can only imagine. And Katherine Heigl says, no, you can't. How could you? Yes. It, Took my savage. breath away. It was a savage. It was a savage flex. It, it was, was unreal. Un I was like, oh, was. that's where she starts. Yep. That is what one. makes this movie great. Here is one Ooh. fact I read about this movie that Nate Kylie, Nate Kylie put together all these great facts from the DVD commentary, and this is one. During the filming of some of the more intense scenes between Rosario Dawson and Katherine Heigl. Katherine Heigl's hair would start to stand straight up on end. And the, the hair department would have to come in and flatten it, which means she's acting so internally that her hair, like Play-Doh, is like, rise up. Like, that to me is amazing. You think that Paul, was coming from within? Do you think it was coming from within? Where else? Like she was pushing it Paul. up? June, does your hair raise up in intense? No, yeah, it's called like a yes. flyaway. Like it's no, yeah, there's that's not no, no. They're not saying like her hair did a flyaway. No, I can they tell also you what aren't saying she looked like Yahoo Serious in Young Einstein. <laughs> okay, great reference. Okay. How many people? <laughs> Solid ref. Solid ref. All right, good. Now. The God, thing that's happening is, with her hair, Paul, because I really do feel like I have to correct this, because you can't will your hair. I'm saying she acted so hard. Every morning her I hair wake up, like, yikes! Every morning I wake up with straight hair, and I'm like, I I, I shave the night before, clean shaven, straight hair, and I'm like, 
boom, boom. Guys, this is only the second day of the tour. Where will I go? I've already revealed too much. Um, all right, so... I, I loved... Um, um, I loved that the movie exists in a world in which Katherine Heigl lives in a house in which a light is never on. Every scene is at like night, that. and she is in the dark, illuminated only by the computer screen, where she deliciously <laughs> flirts with herself oh. doing naughty stuff. She's like, guess, I wonder if I could create a Facebook... Oh, drag. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the Facebook profile she makes for Julia and also the pictures she sends. Michael Vargas. Varvados. What's his name? Vargas. Vargas. Michael Varvados. John Varvados. <laughs> so those pictures, Paul. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm pulling out, I'm getting ready to pull up some pictures. So the, the sexy pics, she finds those sexy pics on Julia's, Julia's phone. phone. Okay, but who <laughs> has taken those photos? She has. I'm a no, some of them are from, like, far away. Like, well, no, you from... know when you're going to send sexy pictures to someone and you want to get a full body shot, you call a friend over? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They're such, like, full-length shots well, there was, from like, above. There was one where they were in bed together, and that looked yeah. like she pulled her phone out to get that great candid. There was one of her that was sexy that he might have taken, um, new fiancé. Yeah. Um, I, he might have taken one of her that was sexy. I was and most... then sent it to her just as a... Just as a... Reminder. Hey, remember how hot you were? Okay. I, I did like... Okay. I did like... Um, I did like that she hacked her phone, but her phone acted like um, a computer. Like, there are all these files yeah. in the phone. And, like, as if she's been saving files, like, on her laptop. And one of the files was life ideas. Yep. <laughs> I think that's my that phone def- where I keep my life ideas. These I feel are like my... that is connected to chapter pads somehow. And, yeah. <laughs> and one of them was just legal. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, hmm, what's this? Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Click can gush. We, <laughs> can we talk about the waiter? I think. Yeah. Oh, that great Catherine scene. Heigl fucks in the car and then kicks out in the rain. And also, Get out like now, also like moves his face, like turns yes. his face aside. It is wild. What's I going thought- on? I, I loved her so much. She was so good. She was like, she, it was such a great illustration of you are not a person. It was really nice to see a man in that position. It was. There was something I was like, oh, I, I never get to see men that way. It was very... Underneath, you mean? With a woman on top? No, not that sexual position. Wait, really? <laughs> oh, no. I mean... How did this so she creates this website to flirt with uh, Rosario Dawson's ex-husband, who is uh, physically abusive to her. And then he shows up at the house. Um, I, mean, I mean, I guess we're jumping a little bit ahead. But that scene, that guy's scary, whoever that guy is, her ex-husband. I thought that guy was... But he also seemed... I think he's supposed to be. <laughs> I think... Thought my, that maybe my understanding would... is he is meant to be like a quote unquote bad dude. 
Well, hear me out. I think you just said that. You just said that like it was controversial. <laughs> like you were about to say something like, now this is going to sound crazy, but that guy seemed scary. <laughs> I just thought that in equal measure to how much Lily sucked, that guy seemed scary. <laughs> I just thought, you know, I had more hope for the... <laughs> I had more hope that he kind of had seen the error of his ways and was going to maybe like turn over a new Well, wave. part of the, he, th keep in mind, he's showing up there not to abuse her, not for anything. He believes he's been invited there for sex. Right. That's what Catherine Heigl has arranged. She's arranged, she's given him the address, she's said, come here, come get it, whatever. They've been sexting or whatever it is on email or text or whatever. And I think that, I think that that's why he's like, why are you acting like this? Because, yeah. uh, you know, you told me to come here. So I don't think he, he's coming. So you think he's a good guy? I think he's... You think he... Yeah, he had reformed. No, no, I just think he's, he is scary, but I think he is, in that instance, not coming for violence. Well, I guess that. my thought, well, I guess what I, I was think, saying okay. was... I'm I mean, violence is, violence is always nearby. I, I guess think violence I was, is always nearby. I think he's an abusive person, and so... Despite whatever intentions he had to come there, he's still, you know, her abuser, and Absolutely. at any moment could turn into that. Absolutely, I, I guess. Which what is I was... what Catherine Heigl is doing. Yes, you know what I mean. Purposefully provoking a, yes. a response. I guess I'm, I'm picking a dumb fight in the sense that I was like, oh, I thought like he was supposed to come there slightly more like romantic. I've had this like sexting relationship, but he shows up and he's fucking scary. Like, like oh. his romantic, like, like it was like, I guess like what I may have thought that scene should have been was like, Hey, how are you? But it's more like, let's fuck well, now. It's also like, like he's like, already inside the house. Yeah. I, Which again, maybe Catherine Heigl said, don't knock, come in. I want to mix it up. But he's like in the house. He, he comes in hot is what I was thinking. You thought it was hot? Wow. I mean, these are like one, wise. Paul, one reveal after another. <laughs> but um, the sex scene between her sexting intercut with, uh, with Rosario Dawson's sex scene, that's a pretty... In the bathroom, that one? Yeah. What do you think about that? I know that you have a thing with germs. Like, did you... Like, you I, could... Here's, here's a no thank you. Public bathroom? No. I thought that they were in a coat closet. I thought they were coat in a bathroom. Coat closet? Yes. Yeah. I didn't think it was I a bathroom. I would fuck in a coat closet. I would not fuck in a bathroom at all. Can you imagine? The funny thing about that sex scene was it didn't seem easy. There was a lot of jostling. It was like, ugh, gotta get It was this almost off identical and... in blocking to the fight between Katherine Heigl and Rosario Dawson at the end. It's, they knock over a lamp on a table. It was all the same blocking. I loved it. I did. I love that sex scene. And I loved Katherine Heigl setting Julia up for that. So masterfully went over margaritas. Yes. It was just I mean, perfect. that's a great scene, that it margarita really, scene. It, Rosario Dawson is you know, really needs to be more, it's more suspicious. She's getting played 
constantly in this movie. Yeah. And for someone who works at a chapter, uh, a chapter pad, you would think that she's reading a lot of fiction that she would maybe see some of these signs, these tropes that she's falling into. From people's fan fiction? Yeah, you know, this is kind of, this is run-of-the-mill storytelling here. So you think it's like, the, the people reading, writing chapter, writing fan fiction Look, for like Hermione, Harry, and Ron. Yes, I watch Castle. Where, where, I get how it works. You gotta bring Castle along because he's the guy. You watch Castle? Every ep. These are, again, who are you? <laughs> Played the video game. <laughs> no, there's no video game for Castle. <laughs> Wait, but are you trying to get that started? Yeah, man, it would be great. Just play his castle, accompanying the cop and going, oh, if I was writing this, I'd do it a little bit like that. <laughs> oh. <sighs> I don't like that. that uh, Are you pitching yourself as the new castle? Because it's off the air now. Jason, you said it. You said it. I didn't say it. But if a reboot comes around, uh, yeah, I'll be a rook and take that castle. That's weird because that's weird because Nathan Fillion is now playing a character on The Rookie, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really just trying to make a, a beeline to everything he's doing and rebooting everything wow. he's doing. Yeah. Firefly? Yep. Serenity. Serenity 2. I'm going to be a... Great movie. Great movie. Um, Nathan Fillion, Paul Shear's coming for you. Watch out, buddy. He's about watch to get out. a bunch of at mentions and not understand what they're about. <laughs> Hashtag not my castle. Hashtag Paul Shear new castle. Hashtag Paul Shear is castle? Question mark. T-shirt number two right there. <laughs> the... <laughs> Paul Shear is Castle, the new Castle. Oh. Um, uh, uh, there was, oh, there was um, something I wanted to talk about, too. Oh, so this is, again, my whole thing about uh, David doesn't believe Julia that, like, that she didn't push Tess down the stairs. Like, I feel like when Tess throws herself down the stairs, he seems so nonchalant about Like, he looks at her like... But the problem... You, you fucking push my ex... Oh, how many times I tell you, don't push my wife down the fucking stairs. Ugh. Like, that's what he has. His reaction is like that to it. I think I would be okay if he, he was actually siding more with Katherine Heigl as the mother of his child. I mean, he does say it, but... Would you like me to side energy? with you? If... Always. Even... I'm not kidding. This is who I would become. I, I know myself. And I, no, I do. In all other areas of my life, I think I'm pretty regulated and have, <laughs> you know, healthy, normal relationships. Just a cool cackling laugh from Paul at that. <laughs> I am, I think Paul, I know myself I pretty well, cackling laugh. I do. I've done laugh. a lot of work on myself. And I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I feel like I can, with diplomacy and through communication, really work through a lot of complicated relationships. However, I can. I know this is like, but I can. However, I know, you know, know thyself. I know that 
God forbid if anything were to happen, and you may never divorce me because if you leave, I will go with you. I will never, if, I will never divorce, I will never divorce happens, you because you're amazing. But I will say if the temperature rises to like what the temperature is outside today, you'll turn into Katherine Heigl, right? I don't like being warm, yeah. But I No, it's too humid. It's too humid. It's, it's too, too hot. Humid. It's very, it's hard not to be yeah. angry about it. I'd love it if you guys could change that. Yeah. But I know myself. <laughs> I do. And if I were in a position where another woman were taking care of my children, that would be a tough area for me. And this might... Ha- I, this... What are you talking about? You might know. throw yourself down a flight of stairs just to make the other woman look bad? I all just, right. Let's talk about it. Would you cut Would you cut Would you cut your daughter's hair just so that your daughter no, would associate it with not. the other woman? Of course not. But that's the beautiful moment at the end of the movie and it, a beautiful moment. <laughs> no, not that one. Finally, but it's my Lily comment it. is <laughs> <laughs> It's related to it because at the end of the movie Catherine Heigl she does have enough self-realization to know I'm, I do love this child and I am mentally unwell. No, she and looks at a, a cut on her face and she's like, fuck it, I cut my face, better die. Yes. I she's am like, no longer I, beautiful. I didn't see it that way. Now kill me. She basically is like, my mom won't stand for this. I gotta, I gotta take a knife in the heart. That's a, no, a knife part in the of tummy. it. That's Fucking. a part of it. But I think the bigger part of it was she knew she was repeating yet another cycle of perfection and, you know, beauty standards that no this? one can achieve. How about and this? She Go didn't... to therapy. You can still... Why? She abandons her daughter? She's like, you know what? My daughter is better off without her mother? Impossible. I feel bad for Lily, okay? I feel bad for her. You don't get to, buddy. I think... Yeah, you really don't. You don't don't, get to speak about Lily for the rest of this podcast. This is the one question I have, and I can't believe I'm going to critique Lily. I feel scared that I'm heading into anti-Lily territory, but... It did seem like... An innocent child. An innocent child. I know that. But it did seem like... I mean, Lily's... How old would you put her? Six, seven? Yeah. Eight. Eight. Yeah, yeah, eight. So this is a... Yeah, yeah. What does that prove? That eight doesn't prove anything that seven didn't. Well, you're eight. Eight. Yes, yes, she gets it. Okay, you're at a small, they make a big point of like, it's a small town, everybody knows everybody. They're at the farmer's market. She walked away. It's not like she's a two-year-old. Did anyone else feel this? Maybe it's just me. I felt like she's gonna be okay. Now, I, I agree. I it wasn't like, issue. oh my God, there's a two-year-old that's and run, run like, off. And it's not like an they're in like a, a dangerous area. They're no, in, the, they're in Stars Hollow, basically. she's not gonna run into traffic, yes. You know? And so I, I don't disagree with that. But if I flipped it around on you and said your eight-year-old wandered away from Paul's new wife for a while. Oh, I'd go fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go fucking crazy. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. Yeah. But Paul's new wife was just worried because she lost her fake ID. She's, <laughs> she's 19 years old. <laughs> she's like... But you know what? She's totally cool. She's fun to drink with, and she gets it. And she's like, she's like really adult. Like she is an adult. Like she's a cool adult. Uh, she's twelve. Is a 
Belle Kai Rice. So she'd be 10 when the movie was shooting. So I think 8 to 10 is about right. And again, why didn't they go, where did you go? Oh, my mom called me over. Yeah. Done. Case closed. Nobody I'm ever... I'm Castle. <laughs> I solved that fucking mystery. Nobody ever asks follow-up questions. No, no one. No, no one, one asks any questions of anyone. But yet, so good. I mean, per, uh, near perfect. De- like delicious. Yeah, I love delicious. It all. Yeah. I could I mean, drink this movie all night long. Yep. I mean, here's the other thing that I will say: the final fight scene in this movie, uh, she's wearing a fucking caftan. Like she's in. Yes. It's great. It's so like it. It seems weirdly flowy to fight in something that like kind of balloons out like a parachute at any given point. Like I, I also loved how everybody in the end of the movie, is covered in blood. Like, like he gets hit in the back of the head with the fire poker, and his face is all bloody. Rosario Dawson's still covered in but blood. But she covered it, she, like, cleans him up. She starts to clean him up, yeah. He's bleeding out the back. I loved that I was like, ooh, it's, like, it's also so violent in a yes. way that I'm like, great. But by the way... When, she's, when Catherine Heigl, Rosario Dawson, like, grabs the phone and is like, 911, cordless phone. Catherine Heigl rips it out of the wall? <laughs> the head, the, the, the stand, would that disconnect the phone? I uh, yeah. think so. It, well, okay, I guess it would. Um, I was also like, Rosario Dawson, don't start dialing right in front of her. Take boop, the thing, boop, run boop. out the door. Yeah. Um, that, again, another reason why she's not a good mom. Um, I, I was going to say, the other thing too about like Jeff Stoltz's character in the film, when he does like wake up for a second, he's like, oh... I knew it. Like, I was like, wait, he put that together too quickly. Like, like he's just been knocked unconscious, and he's solving mysteries over here like Castle. Um, you know what? This, what this Castle find? thing's getting, it's too much now. I feel like you, you really want to make the Castle thing work, but really, Lily sucks is much better. Um, what, what, did, what was she burning in the fireplace? I'm assuming the clothes the that clothes. she killed Michael Vargas in. But how would he like go like oh, it was you like it wasn't like you were in clothes like she was I mean, also wearing the ring. Oh well, that was a big deal. Yeah, she's wearing the ring, and I think he's just seeing insane behavior. She's lighting a fire. It's full of clothes. <laughs> if what you is came expensive? In, if you came in and found June burning clothes in the fireplace, would you would you not ask Castle who did you murder? I mean, look. Castle is about letting it all play out. I will say June that I wearing a cashmere caftan at this point. I will say I once found June hiding clothes in our closet. Remember when you stuck those up? Yeah. Isn't that where clothes hide? <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. She was hiding them on these metal no, no, racks. No. Hear me out. Hear me out. June has a drawer. June don't look drawer. in here. June has a drawer. <laughs> Where all of her sweaters totally hide, <laughs> and she's always, and I'm always like, I know where they are. They're in that drawer. No, you can't fool me. In that big giant safe in there. <laughs> <laughs> Closets where your clothes go to hide. <laughs> oh, I loved that the poker, the fireplace poker, was the main weapon. It was like the uh, the staircase all over again. That's a true story. Someone died. <laughs> right here. Yeah. That's in Durham? 
Guys, I make local references. Get used to it. Look it up. Do your history. Is that why anyway, you made that reference? Because it's local? Yeah. Bull Durham, Kevin Costner, best movie I've ever seen. All right, let's go on. To go back to the last moment, you thought that she killed herself just because there was a scratch on her yes. face? Yes. I have the moment right here. I want to watch it again. All right, so here we go. To be fair, can I just to, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, to be fair, right prior to this moment, she does look at a picture yeah, of Lily. Yeah, go back to that. Go back to that. Okay. All right, here we go. So Rosaria Dawson's on the ground. Uh, she's kissing her husband who's tied up, bound and gagged. She sees blood on her face, like Superman and Superman 2. It looks like she's only looking at her face. There is a now a lily. And that's the last moment. Why do you always ruin everything? Oh. Looks at Lily. But she looked at her face longer than she looked at Lily. Like, much longer. No, you guys... No, no, she I, I, sacrifices I agree. herself I for her daughter's mental health and well-being. I she, think you're right. She should not have. I think, of course, she should not have. But I think it was a moment where... It's also the end of the movie. I think in that moment, the other thing that's happening is she's realizing how much Julia does love both David and her child and genuinely no, feels like her no. child is... Well, I disagree, guys. Genuinely feels like her child is better off without her. That's devastating, but I think that's what's happening. I, I thought it was more like, I never want my child to see me not beautiful, so I need to kill myself. Or, or Thank she's you, thinking, Durham. You get me. I'm part of you. We are connected. <laughs> wow, because last night, last night, you, you said, said to Charleston, thing. this is my hometown. That's this is where said. I should live. You get me. Hold on. I had not, I had not met Durham yet. I, like Jeff Stoltz's character in this movie, fall in love very quickly. And, you know, I'm in, I'm out. I, you know, I figured it out. Let's go to the audience and see what you have to say um, about this. Um, I want to hear what you have to say about Katherine Heigl's character. Do you think she killed herself because she's uh, scarred? or because she did it for the benefit of her daughter. So that will be part of this question. Who has a question? Okay, great. Hi, how are you? What's your name? Sheridan. Sheridan, what do you think? Katherine Heigl, beauty or daughter? Uh, I'm going beauty. Okay, great. But I also wanted to talk about the Chekhov's hamster in the movie. I love it. Continue. <laughs> so uh, did anyone else or possibly everyone else just wait the entire movie for that thing to get like baked in a pie? Yes, that was the, that was the rabbit. That was the that was the fatal attraction bunny. That was great. And but I guess they that would have been too much of a ripoff because isn't this movie a ripoff of the Beyonce movie? Which isn't that just a ripoff of Fatal Attraction? Yes, of course. I mean, so, these, this is now I think this is an archetype that yeah. we can just plug into. Kind of like Castle. I think Paul's trying to get Castle back on I'm the air. Very concerned. Is this something? Is he passionate He's about Castle? He's never spoken about Castle before tonight. He Hear talks, me out. Castle, <laughs> Hear me out. Castle with a K. All right. No K's. No K's. All right. Your name. Um, why you think she killed herself? And your question. 
Okay, um, my name is Meg. I think she killed herself because of beauty. Okay. Um, my question is if anyone noticed while Rosario Dawson and Jeff Stoltz were talking about the daughter running away, there was a chess set on the table, and it was, it was made of salt and pepper shakers. It was, wait, it was what? Made of salt and pepper shakers. I... Was the game in progress? Yeah? Who was winning? That's an odd thing to have because would it be a dinner table conversation piece? Like, oh, who knows? Why don't you solve the mystery, Castle? I'll take that case. <laughs> All right, your name, uh, why she killed herself, and your question. Uh, I'm Ashton, um, totally beauty. I have something to say about the beginning. Okay. What happened to the white hat? What happened to the white hat? This is a great point. It blew, it blew off the top of the, the her suitcase blew off the top. Wait, are you saying after it blew off the car? No, but why was that a plot point? Like, why would she keep on driving when her luggage was very fucking I had that off too. the car? If, if, a, if a check bag size luggage falls off the top of your Ford Fiesta, guess what? You fucking hear it. Yeah. You hear a gigantic full bag fall off the roof. Nobody's like, doo doo doo. That That's unsafe driving. Again, bad mother. Yep. By the way, there's a baby up here in the mez. Thank you for bringing your baby. What? There's a baby? Baby. Uh, baby in the mez. Baby. Baby uh, in the mez. Baby in the mezzanine. All right. Okay, ma'am, your name, why did she kill herself, and your question. My name is Marion. Um, she killed herself for her daughter to protect her. Thank you. You're so welcome. Um, very basic question. Why is this movie called Unforgettable? Great question. Great question. I think obsession was already taken. Also fatal attraction. Fatal attraction was I feel like was unforgettable does not describe any of the events of the movie, no. but somehow describes the movie. Yes. Right? It like, yes. It, the title, until you said it, the title made total sense to me. Of course it's called Unforgettable. Although it doesn't make any sense in the context of the plot no. of the film. But it is true. I will not forget. Yes. What I it, saw. Yeah, I love... Never I, yeah. forget that I am the baby's mother, right? That's really what she's saying. What? Never forget that I'm the daughter, oh, that I'm oh, the oh. mother of the daughter. I see, I see. I'm, I get it now, that I'm the baby's mother. I am yes. now up in oh. the balcony. <laughs> top, top shelf. Top shelf. Look at everyone those here, Everyone in the balcony has a baby with them. One side is a bunch of people happily with the baby. The other side is a bunch of people like Katherine Heigl staring, <laughs> glares at them. It's a real tense situation up here. Sir, here you go. Your name, why she killed herself, your question. Kevin, um, she was definitely going to go to jail. Like, she was absolutely going to go to jail. Oh, you think, Kevin? Yeah. Guess yeah. what, everybody? Kevin and Would Castle have cracked the case. <laughs> Stop oh, trying for, to castle this, Kevin. For what, Kevin? For the murder of Michael Vargas? <laughs> Do you think? 
God damn it, Balcony, get it together. By the way, when that cop said you can't leave the 10-mile radius, that seemed very small based on, like, well, where's the police precinct versus her house? Like, it just didn't... T- like, leave town seemed more like the right thing to say. 10 miles? She have to say that Hampton Inn? Oh, hey, Paul. Hi. Oh. I'm back. Um, well, it was amazing to be up there at the balcony, people. Uh, someone stole my wallet. They, they really... They really delivered tonight. They were great. This whole audience has been great tonight. Really great questions. Really thoughtful. Yeah. yeah. Which but, is why I was so surprised again that you were so negative about them backstage. I call it as I see it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, obviously we have an opinion about this movie, but there are people out there with a different opinion. It is now time for second opinions. Type in wait. Cause I've got a lot to say, I'll say it in all caps. And definitely defend this big hunk of crap. Till it makes sense. As I write this from my parents' basement. Take it from me. I'm not wrong. Great Give work. it up for Jed. Great work. All right, this is second opinions. These are five star reviews. All How come the from baby didn't Amazon. Sing? What? The baby could have sung a song. I mean, I wish Teach the, baby the did. goddamn baby a song. <laughs> uh, give me that baby. These are five star reviews called from Amazon. There are 161 total reviews. 36% are five stars. And tonight we're doing something that we don't normally do. We're going to also do a third opinion. But let's get our second opinion out of the way first. Okay, this one is from Jennifer L. She writes This movie makes you think twice about being in a relationship with someone who was married before. Five stars. Fair enough. This one, um, no name attributed, uh, is simply this. It's actually pretty good. And I left the room for a part. <laughs> Five stars. You could. You yeah, could I... miss swaths of this yeah. movie and be like, yeah, I get it. This one's disturbing. This is from Red Bear 32 Red Bear 32 writes... My wife loves this movie so much, she has it in her tablet all the time. Five stars. Weird. This is not a movie that you want to keep in your tablet for just a casual view, I don't think. Uh, I don't know. I'd watch it again. (laughs) And these are now some third opinions. Third opinions are one-star opinions. And this one is written by Coffee Joe. And Coffee Joe writes... I'm so tired of all the sex scenes. One star. Oh. These are all one-line reviews. I'm not cultivating one line. They're, every review of this movie is one line. And then this one is written by Winter Fury. What the actual fuck 
was up with the coffee table full of assorted salt and pepper shakers. One star. Wow. That person dinged the entire movie because of one piece of set deck. Um, uh, a couple things. We talked a little bit in the film about Fatal Attraction, and Katherine Heigl had never seen Fatal Attraction prior to doing this film, so she tried to sit with it one night, but had to stop 20 minutes in because it was too creepy to watch before bed. Her goal was not to play the same character, but to have the same impact. Um, that's interesting. Mission accomplished. I guess. Yeah, she did it. Uh, Katherine Heigl also worked with the design team to define her character through wardrobe and hair, which I think... Great job. Amazing. Yeah. The taglines of this movie are pretty great. Tagline number one, for better. Tagline number two, <laughs> for worse. Two distinct taglines. That wasn't one tagline for better or for worse. For better. And there wasn't one that just said or? Yep. For worse. Unforgettable. Or. For better. That's so dumb. It's so dumb. Um, June, the one thing I didn't talk about before we get into how much it made and everything like that is when we were watching this movie in the van ride up from another location that will remain nameless. You said Charleston was your favorite American city. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get into it. Durham's my new home. I'm sticking with Durham. June, there were two points in this movie where you almost threw the iPad out the window because yeah. you were frightened. She screamed as if we were no, going to be into a car accident. I almost got all of us killed today because we were movie. driving. What section? I was driving. I had my ear, my earbuds in, whatever those things are called. Airbud, the 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 dog that plays basketball. <laughs> you had two. You had two German Shepherds that, or, that play basketball? Earbuds, what, what, German Shepherds. What you kind throw of... them, and it goes right into yeah, your ear. Okay, everybody relax. I know I got the dog wrong, but you get the joke. <laughs> you know what, Durham? Fuck Jason. you. Jason. Fuck you and your 20-day-old babies. I'm just kidding. I love the baby. Jason, you're canceled. Because I said the wrong dog? <laughs> yep. Oh, nuts. Um... What are they called? Earbuds? AirPods. AirPods. So I had my AirPods in, and I was watching... I would like an AirPod that looked like a dog holding a basketball, and that's yes. what it looked like. The circular part is a basketball. And they're just called AirBuds. Sharks? There's something about the experience of watching movies with the... What are they called again? AirPods. 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 With the AirPods in where it feels, I don't know, so intimate. Immersive. It's yeah. so immersive. Like, I am in this room with these people. She's seen this movie before. I have seen it before. But there were two real scares I had. And Paul was driving, and because nobody else could see my tablet or what I was watching, I know it must have come as a complete shock I to Paul who was driving us. The van is but completely I quiet. But I screamed and went, <laughs> and just took. And that's lower than how iPad, she actually did it. I know. It. I took the iPad and I just started <laughs> flinging it around. 
I was like, that's a new Meanwhile, iPod. You're going to break my new iPod. It's still playing in your ears, right? I know, but I just wanted to get it just, out of my vision. Why not just be like, stop? <laughs> there are no greater pleasures in life than seeing a horror movie with June Diane Raphael, who I remember was one of the crappiest horror movies we've ever seen. You're like, in the theater, 8 o'clock showing, no! 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 Oh, this is only to be outdone by going to Halloween Horror Nights at Universal with I June. I very scared. Where people, like, run up and try and, like, scare you. But, like, it was. It's that same thing where June will be like, get in that person who's got a fake chainsaw's face and be like, no! No! <laughs> I don't like the experience of oh. being scared like that. Do you remember what the scene was that made you... I it was the first the scene where she's walking through the house and you sort of see Jeff Stoltz's silhouette before we realize it's him, a silhouette, walk by. Well, it's Marco Vargas. It's not like, it wasn't his silhouette. It was like that actor oh, walked by. It started okay. as, as like a... Oh, a, I see. Okay, whatever a, a, a it was. Vision. And then was you found that. out that Jeff Stoltz is like a, a shape shifter. That was, I didn't get into that part of the He's movie. He's Mystique. I thought Mystique was, I thought J-Law was great in this. And, and then at the end of the movie, if you watch the end, Mag Magneto's like, good job, Mystique. What did you find out? <laughs> I don't watch these X-Men movies. So yeah. About. No one watched the last one. Um, so, budget of this movie, $12 million I mean, how do you twice blow the Dark Phoenix saga? Oh, twice. such twice. a... Bummer. I mean, it is one of the best stories. Uh, it's such a bummer. Sorry, everybody. Um, all right, the budget of this movie, $12 million. The opening weekend, 4.7. Domestic gross, 11.3. Did not really do it, which is surprising because it's a really good movie. And um, But it was, I bet, my guess would be this movie made money. I well, think so. total, I mean, 17 million. Yeah. And then... It cost 12. And, yeah. And I bet this movie did a huge business on, like, iTunes. We'll see. I mean, maybe after this episode. Um, the top three movies of 2017 were Last Jedi, Beauty and the Beast, Wonder Woman. This movie came out 124th out of all those movies. It was beaten by, these are the films that we've done on this show, The Fate and the Furious, Lego the Batman movie. Oh, we didn't do that on this show. Uh, I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that, how that even got in here. <laughs> Uh, the Return of Xander Cage, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, Geostorm! Geostorm! The Disaster Artist, and this movie did beat The Snowman, which we did do on this, so there it oh, goes. It did beat one of them. I don't remember um, any of those movies. This was, I don't. this was way better than The Snowman. Way oh, uh, better oh, than I, The Snowman. It's great. This movie, I think, will live on for a long time. I think you have to see it. You, let's get the word out. Like most out. movies. You just have to get your eyes on it. You do. You gotta. It is, to be clear, it is a visual medium. Yeah. Um, you cannot read it. No. I, you could read the script. You could listen I to guess. the soundtrack. But it wouldn't sure. be what, what you say. get from feasting your eyeballs on the sumptuousness <laughs> yeah. of this film. Durham, you have been a fantastic crowd. Oh. It has been such a pleasure to be here with you tonight. Your second opinions were amazing. Your questions are great. Uh, we have had such a great time here. All right. Until next time, Durham, we will see you later. Woo!